0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. My dear faithful, imagine that you were living in a paradise, someplace that was kind of ideal, something a little bit like North Dakota. Um, the fishing and the hunting was great, the people were very friendly, the food is, is excellent. And then suddenly, one morning, your, your life crumbles around you, your, your house is invaded, you are seized, and you're transported to another country. And this other country is, is not at all like paradise. It's much more um, like some uh, nightmare that you're placed in. Your life is turned upside down and it's quite difficult. It's really hot and humid there. Um, you're in exile from your true home. You're, you're away from, from all your, your family members, and you're surrounded by all manners of, of evils, When the, com, the companions that are there. Uh, it's just a very difficult life. And this, in, sen- in a sense, is, is an image of our life on this earth because of the fact that, that we ourselves are exiles from paradise. Um, God placed our first parents into the Garden of Eden. That was the original intention, that our life on this earth would would be a a paradise. And they were exiled, of course, because of sin. And from that day to this, we we lead a life of suffering on this earth, not a life of fun and games. Um, So we are not made for this earth or for this life, but we're made for paradise. We're made for heaven. God originally placed us on a paradise here below to prepare us for the paradise hereafter. We lost the paradise here below. And we have a life of suffering in preparation for a paradise here to, to come after this life is over. And in that sense, we are exiles from our true home. We're not in our true home. We're not made for here below. And well, this life is tough. It's full of evils, and difficulties, and sufferings, and trials. We know the world is going crazy with wicked policies. There are so many things in this life that are out of our control, and that we can do nothing about. It's hard to make money, to to get by. It's it's hard to raise children, to raise all the children that, that God gives you. It's hard to face... Our own failures and shortcomings in the end of the day we, we have to deal with our own insecurities and our own uh, sadnesses that, that I think everybody goes through life life is difficult everyone experiences this to a greater or a lesser degree. What do we as Catholics do facing the situation when we, when we recognize uh, to some degree, and it's different for each person. The difficulties are different for each person. The degree that they have to suffer is is different, but we all suffer to, to some degree. What What is the proper attitude we should have to this reality that life is not easy? Well, I think in the epistle, St. Paul provides for us two different solutions, two different ways in which we could look at the difficulties of this life, and I want to to go over them is it's after he he precisely points out um, that in his own time the days were evil he says the days are evil do this because the days are evil well our days are evil and we should have a strategy how do we face the difficulties of this life so one solution is is the solution of the world what is the solution of the world facing this fact that life is tough the solution is to get drunk. That is the solution of the world. Um, It's the the solution of escape. If there is any difficulty in this life that I experience, I will run away from it. I'm not going to face it. I'm going to try to find some creaturely thing that will make me forget all of my difficulties and my responsibilities, everything that is worrying me or upsetting me It's just gonna completely make me forget them. These people, well, people in the world often, they might be struggling with issues at their work, issues with their family or whatever, they're sad. They do not like this feeling. They want to get rid of that feeling at any price. They say, what can I do? I, I really hate this state that I'm in. What can I do? And one option available to them is to turn to drink. And they drink a lot, and they lose their reason. And that does have the effect of, of putting their troubles to the side. It is, it is a way to escape their troubles. They no longer forget them. They no longer remember them when, when they're in that state. And since they regain control of their life by losing control, they, they, are, they are able to control the state of their mind by totally losing control of themselves. It's a possible solution. And of course, the world provides many other such solutions besides the drunkenness that St. Paul mentions in the epistle, whether it's gambling or pornography or drugs, um, any, any of these, these sort of very intense thrills that people have or, or th- things that so excite the passions that you, you lose track of yourself. You, 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 you place yourself in another state, in a state that really is not real. This is the whole point. Reality has become very difficult. I don't want to cope with it. I don't want to face it. I'm in a state of sadness, so what do I do? I, I, I use some, some sort of hallucinogenic or, or alcohol or whatever to take me out of reality. I escape reality. These these sorts of things are addictive precisely because they have the power to detach us from reality. People become attached to them because of the effects they have. It's a means for them to escape from life. They they hate life. And they use this thing to step out of life. Um, But of course, there's there's only a, a certain time limit on that. There's, there's going, when, they, when, they make use, when they get drunk, or they get stoned, or whatever, there's going to be a time when they're going to have to return to reality. Now, that's why this solution is, is only a short-term solution. It's a short-term escape. And when they come back to reality, all the things they were fleeing from are still there. They haven't left. And they're going to be back in the same situation, only they're going to be even less able to handle those difficulties of life. When they come back, because they've used these things, because they've had recourse to these escapes, they are less able, their will is weakened, and they're less able at that point to handle the difficulties of life, the trials of life. So these, this quote-unquote solution of the world, running from reality, escaping from reality, weakens the will over time, weakens a person's fortitude weakens their ability to handle trials and difficulties. And of course, when when a person continues to go down this path, um, they reach a point where where their escape, in fact, is no longer an escape. The 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 means that they the the drugs or whatever they've been using uh, are no longer able to wipe away reality for them. Um, And then that's often when they turn to the ultimate escape, um, which is suicide, where they take their own life. They reach a point where they cannot handle life to such a degree that they exit life. This is the ultimate hatred of life. There's there's another word for this quote-unquote solution the difficulties of our own life. Um, and that, that word is paganism. This is, this is the route of, of paganism. You, know, you might know that the, the whole essence of Buddhism is an escape from reality. Nirvana, they're, they're seeking nirvana. Nirvana is a state where you've completely removed yourself from reality. You've reached a state of nothingness. You're no longer interacting with reality at all. You're completely and utterly numb. To reality, So this quote-unquote solution of the world to the difficulties of this life ultimately spell the destruction of the human being. It's, it's a solution by tearing ourselves down. Um, there's, there's only one reality in which any of us can live our lives. There's only one life, and there's only one reality in which to live that life. And so, if, if you do not like that life, only, the only way out is through the path of death and destruction. And of course, if, if we do that, we can't live the life to come either. If we're not willing to live this life, we're not able to live the life to come either. Thanks be to God, there's another solution. And this, this other solution is also mentioned by St. Paul. In the epistle, it's the solution for those who believe in God. And that is to sing. To sing songs. And and by that, I I mean that, that when we look at our life as it is, we try to see how the life that we have is very good. Even with the difficulties. Even with the sufferings that we have we can precisely use our difficulties and our sufferings and find happiness in them. Suffering never has been and never will be an obstacle to happiness in this life if we are willing to make the best of that suffering. We who believe in God, we believe that this exile that we're in is not our final state. It's a preliminary to a state of paradise, God willing, we are on our way to somewhere else. And through these sufferings that we have, we will reach paradise one day. Plus, we recognize, um, as is beautifully mentioned in the intro of today's Mass, we recognize that we ourselves are partly responsible for the fact that this life is difficult. We are all sinners. We are implicated in the sufferings that we have in this life. We have partially brought them upon ourselves. And so we all make our lives difficult by our sins. I, I make my life difficult by my sins. You make your life difficult by, by your sins. And if we recognize that, that we are partially responsible, then we will also see that maybe it's good for me to suffer Maybe it's good for me to actually do something to make up for the things that I've done. If I myself am also a criminal, if, if I have done something worthy of exile, then it would be right and just for, for me to suffer something in this life, to make up for the things that I have done. You know, if, if you have a, a thief who has... Stolen many different occasions from many different houses or, or banks or, or whatever, and finally is thrown into jail. If that thief were truly sorry for the things that he had done, he would be happy to be in jail. He would say to himself, Well, I've done, I've done really bad things. I'm so happy that I have this means to make up for what I've done. The same, as I say, should, should be for us when we're facing the difficulties of life. I I deserve to to experience some difficulties in this life. Um, In a sense, I I should want to embrace them um, because of the fact that I, myself, am a sinner. Especially, as I say, when we consider that the difficulties of this life are a means for true success in this life. The, the, The difficulties of this life make us better than we were before. So many authors have talked about how a person who suffers and who suffers well is a much better person than the person who never suffers. If you think about people who get everything that they want and they're pampered their whole life through, they're often the most miserable of people. Whereas those who suffer and who suffer well, often the, the best people to be around, they're mo- the most unselfish people. And they're also the people who are the happiest in this life. In this sense, again, we should be willing to embrace the sufferings that we have. St. Paul, he says, we have to understand what the will of God is for us. It's, it's not the will of God for our difficulties to go away. This life is a life of suffering because we've made it that way. God's not going to change that, but he is going to help us bear the sufferings that we have. We don't run away from our sufferings. We don't try to escape from them, to find some way out of the condition, our human condition. But we even try to run towards them by singing. He says, be filled with the Holy Spirit, speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual canticles, singing and making melody in your hearts to the Lord, giving thanks always for all things. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, to God and the Father. He's asking us to celebrate our life At all times, no matter what happens to us. To to somehow be joyful in our innermost soul. Even in the time of trials, such that we give thanks to God, no matter what is happening to us. Everything in your life has meaning. Everything is a means for you to get to your goal, to reach paradise. If you want to use it for that purpose. Those who are able to accomplish this, those who are able to sort of change their attitude towards uh, the difficulties that, that they have in this life, um, as I say, they're the best people in the world. There, there's, there's nothing that they are not able to live through, there's nothing that they're not able to handle in this life. There's a very beautiful example of this in the life of, of St. Maximilian Kolbe. You know, when he came to the end of his life, he was expecting to be arrested by the SS, by the Nazis. And then this, all of a sudden, it happened out of the blue, um, late, late one night, they, they grabbed him um, and a lot of other uh, Polish people, and what they did was they, they, they crammed him into this cattle car, into this train that was going to Auschwitz. And he was there, crammed in, in, in this car, in the dark, with everybody else, the doors shut, you know, they're, they're, they're heading down the railroad track. Turns out they were going to Auschwitz. You know, they, they know their life is over. They, they know they're headed to a concentration camp, um, and th- this is much greater suffering than any of any of us have ever experienced. And as they're as they're starting and, and, they're, and they're going down the tracks, all of a sudden there's this voice, a very beautiful voice, started singing a religious hymn that the, the Polish knew very well. It was, it was the voice of, of Father Maximilian Kolbe. And then slowly surely, everybody started singing along with him. and he just kept singing song after song. Um, sometimes it was Polish national songs, you know the patriotic songs they, they had learned when they had grown up, religious hymns. And, and by means of this, all of a sudden, the, the atmosphere just completely transformed and their attitude, the, everybody's attitude, even though their life had just completely been wrecked. Forever. Their whole attitude towards what had happened to them changed by the action of this priest who had this great spirit of faith. As they say, a person who's who's capable of using his Catholic faith as a means of strength to face all the difficulties of, of this life, such a person is, is able to conquer the world. This is the way Saint John tells us this, this is the victory. That has conquered the world, your faith. There's one hymn, there's one song the church um, gives us in particular so that to give us a certain strength in facing this reality of our human condition, the sufferings of this life, the trials of this life. And it goes like this. Heal, Holy Queen, Mother of Mercy, our life, our sweetness, and our hope To thee do we cry, poor banished children of Eve. We are banished. We are are daughters and sons of of Eve. We're away from our true home. To thee do we send up our sighs, mourning and weeping in this valley of tears. Our life is a valley of tears. We mourn and weep. Turn then, most gracious advocate, thine eyes of mercy towards us. And after this, our exile Show unto us the blessed fruit of thy womb, Jesus, O most clement, O loving, O sweet Virgin Mary. This prayer, which is also a song, is almost, as it were, designed particularly for to point out this reality of our human condition. So my dear faithful, our, our time of exile and our difficulties can be a great means for us to achieve our real goal, uh, to achieve a better life. And we simply have to stay close to our mother of sorrows uh, to try to bear our sufferings as she did, particularly in this, in this month of, of October, what's, what's left of it. Um, I invite you to, to pray your rosary well, to reflect especially upon the sufferings that our Lord and Our Lady endured in this life to try to bear them in the way that they did. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Amen.